Welcome to the show. <laughs> no, no. All right. All right. We're all right run it again. No, no. It's, it's not, we're not the. We're going to be the. <laughs> all right. The is run a different word, all right? <laughs> Welcome to the show. Did that already? Welcome to the show. The show. Welcome to the show. All right, all right. Welcome to the show. Run that beat. Three, two, one. Welcome to the show, everybody. Thank you for viewing in. We're excited to be here. Um, is anyone else excited to be here? I'm pretty excited. Yeah, let's go. Uh, today we have to my right, Andy Santar. Uh, he is a trainer for all three of us. He works uh, at Legacy Sweat, downtown Brighton. He's nervous, folks. He's nervous. Who, Isaac or Andy? <laughs> Not nervous at all. Isaac couldn't get my name right. I've only known him. Let's for give like him. Six a, let's give this man a proper introduction, please. Be excited for Come him to on. be here. Okay, we have Andy Sientar here. Um, he is a trainer in at Sweat Legacy in downtown Brighton, Michigan. He, um, growing up, went to Plymouth, uh, Plymouth Canton Salem, I believe, high school. Then he went and competed in CrossFit, made it to regionals twice with uh, Plymouth CrossFit. Team Plymouth. Yep, Team Plymouth CrossFit, and now, like I said, he's working in downtown Brighton at Sweat Legacy, so we are excited to have him on the show today. Uh, we're going to get a little info from him on his journey with CrossFit and training, hear about um, some of the things he went through from childhood to get him you know, to the regionals and competing, and then we will hit him with some tough questions at the end. Yeah, let's give, give him a round of applause. Oh, Thank you sad. for coming, Andy. Yep, there we go. Thanks for having me, boys. I'm pumped to be Didn't here. Didn't you beat Plymouth? Am I your first CC? guest? Yes, you are. Yes, you are. You are our first guest. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no, we're excited to have you. So uh, start us off with a little bit of uh, background on yourself, um, childhood, family, where you came from, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So the uh, I, <laughs> I grew up in Plymouth. Uh, I was born and raised, and I was involved in sports at, <clears throat> at an early age. My mom was pretty adamant about getting me out of the house because I was a hellion. Um, so... Wait, we have time out. Hellion. Isaac, you know, he was crazy, yeah, hyper. I, okay. I was wild. <laughs> had a younger brother. Clarify those had a younger brother growing up. Uh, <laughs> I also had older siblings, but they were, there was such a big age gap that, you know, they weren't like, you guys are super close and right, yeah. have that camaraderie. I had a younger brother, but we were still super competitive. And, um, yeah, I played a lot of sports and... I played high school baseball pretty competitively. High You'd be a good shortstop. I was a good shortstop. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You had the arm? Hell yeah, I had the arm. <laughs> I was a hitter, boy. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, so uh, I got into CrossFit actually because of baseball. Oh, wow, that's weird. I've yeah, never I've never heard, heard this. Yeah. yeah, so my we used to have our baseball team. Um, after I got done playing, I, I started coaching. But we used to have our baseball team um, do CrossFit as a strength and conditioning program in the off season. Oh wow! And so I was in the gym all the time. We were always there, kind of like watching the kids, monitoring, and you know, just making sure that they knew it was important to be there. And so uh, my buddy Mike Carroll was like, "Dude, why don't you come and do this?" And I'm like, ah, "I don't 
think so. You know, I'm still coaching. And was this at the time when CrossFit had just began and people were like, CrossFit, you get hurt if you do CrossFit. There, this isn't good was, for you. People are it crazy. Was heading that way. Okay. Yeah, was right I didn't know before. they had CrossFit in the '80s. <laughs> you son of a gun! I'm not that old. I am 33. Or 30. I'll be 33 in November. So. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's and, and so I started there, and Mike got me going. And I never did it because I wanted to be competitive. I did it because I just wanted to be super fit, and it was fun. And I got to train with all my buddies, and yeah. it kind of took over um, the plate, my place of competition. So I got to go to the gym and compete, yeah. blah blah blah. And so I started working there. They hired me as a coach to to train there. This is Plymouth CrossFit. Yeah, Plymouth okay. CrossFit. And um, so now I was working out, I was coaching, and uh, I started to really love it. And I, my buddy was like, "Yeah, you could be really good at this if you if you tried and practiced and stuff." And so. I just started working out, eating right, sleeping right, and I got super good at it. And in 2015, I was uh, I was competing for the regional team. Uh, I was I was good enough to be an individual, but I, I knew I wasn't going to be able to go to the regional and like compete with make a splash. Yeah, make yeah. a splash. Yeah. So I was like, well, we'll do it as as a team. It's fun to work out with your buddies anyway, and. You know, the, the camaraderie was there for everybody. So that's yeah. how it kind of happened. That's how I got into CrossFit. It was 2015, then 2016. The team got really good. There were a lot of other athletes that came to the gym to try to join our team. And Plymouth CrossFit, I don't know if you guys know, but um, they had had a huge run. They hadn't missed regionals. Oh, so ever. Plymouth CrossFit had a CrossFit team that yeah. was before you guys. Yeah. Oh. and they were super good. They, they never missed okay. a regional. I mean, it, I don't know when they started. I think it was in 2009. Okay. So 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Yeah, 15, 16. So it was the first year you were on the team they missed? <laughs> is, that, <laughs> wait, <laughs> is that an accurate statement? I just got jokes. No. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was, yeah. Ha, ha. <laughs> just so everyone's clear, he did not miss regionals. He was not the first team to miss regionals. Right, no. Um, yeah, and so that's how that went. And then... I actually, I like coaching more than I like competing yeah. because I think it's, I get more out of it sending somebody else or watching somebody else do the things that we practice and worked on and talked about and trained in the gym. I get more out of that than myself doing it. And it's, I'm getting old. It's not easy to do when you're old and yeah. you have a career yeah, and yeah. you're getting pulled in so many different directions, you know. So there you go. That's you how I kind of deal with Anthony every day. Now I deal with. Anthony, yes, day, he yeah. is training <laughs> me for the CrossFit game. Back. <laughs> Let's go back a little bit. I got eyes. <laughs> story I would love to share. So Anthony reached out to me, and he was like, "Hey, I'm I'm looking to get into CrossFit. You know, can I sit down with you? Or can we talk or meet?" And so I'm like, "Yeah, we could we could talk. Uh, meet me at the coffee shop. I don't know what it was like a Friday after yeah, coffee or something." Shop. And so we went to the coffee shop across the street, and. Uh, I'm like, so how tall are you? And Anthony's like, oh, I don't know. What's that matter? <laughs> and uh, he's, he's like, I think I'm 5'10". 
And I'm like, good, because if you were taller, I'd say, you know, you might as well just pack it up right now and not even try to do this. Because a lot of the CrossFit athletes... <laughs> the first thing he says that to is. me. I've never met the dude. I have no idea who he is. I mean, I walk up, I see this short little gnome-looking guy sitting at the bread and coffee shop. And, and he asks me how tall I am. And I'm looking down at him like, how tall are you? Excuse me? <laughs> uh, yeah, but I knew if, if he was over a certain height like Isaac here, I just got no chance. <laughs> Yeah, it's a giant killer. That's what yeah. CrossFit is. Brian Farkowski does it. He's an anomaly. <laughs> He's a one in a million. It's not easy for tall people to do all the stuff oh, that they have. Yeah. I mean, he's saying it can be done, but it's just, you're, you know. <laughs> the card. So you guys heard it here first. If you're tall, over six foot, get out of here. Stop working out. <laughs> yeah, stop working out. You might well, as well not be fit. If you're not CrossFit games, I would say you definitely want to maybe turn your goals somewhere else. Then we got Austin over here, blew his knee out. Yeah, we do have it. There is some good information. Austin has never worked out harder in his life before he blew his knee out. I mean, the dude came in to sweat legacy and I saw just, Austin front squat. <laughs> was it 290 or something? I mean, the dude wasn't working out at all. I mean, just getting a little baby gut going on. He you know, front squat at 280 on one leg. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Dude, yeah. That was impressive. It was so impressive. Yeah, well, it hurt the next day, and the day after that, and the next. The and then we didn't the see it for two weeks. Yeah, nothing was better when Austin put that knee brace on. Oh, in the gym, yeah, yeah and we need to lube it up a little bit because he walked around. Ear, ear, ear. Keeps my leg stable. <laughs> no, it was. It's. It's been good. Uh, uh, being able to train Sweat Legacy um, in downtown Brighton, being able to go there. I know we're all super thankful because every well, it's time been we a come blessing home, because <coughs> we have somebody to finally babysit Anthony and Isaac, so <laughs> that's always a bonus I do to have that. Babysitter. Well, right, somebody's got to keep track of them. It's weird when mom and everybody just says, "Oh, just you can hang out there as long as you want. Don't worry about right. coming home." <laughs> <laughs> I would too. Andy, Andy will take care of you today. Well, funny story, coming to this podcast, Anthony, I go to get. Oh, this is good. This morning. Well, let's set the story straight. I called Andy last night at yep. about 10 o'clock, mm-hmm. and I was like, Andy, let's run this podcast at 10.30. Mm-hmm. And That's then fact. remember who's top dog once the story starts. Okay? Yeah, Anthony's top dog. He makes all this. <laughs> and then Anthony, Andy was getting So I car. woke up, I make my coffee, I have my breakfast, I'm ready to go. I walk out the door, it's 10 o'clock, and I before I get in my car, my phone goes off, and I get a text. It says, uh... <laughs> Do not come at 10.30. And I'm like, well, good thing he texted me before I got in my car. So he says 11.30. Well, 11.30 rolls around. The kid's 10 minutes late. We get into the booth to do the uh, do the podcast right now. His microphone's not working. He's got nothing set up. It's just... Uh, just so everybody knows, these are real people doing these things. This yeah. is a real also, podcast. Look, his face is getting red. Also, <laughs> me and Austin are sitting at Austin's house in Milford at about 10 o'clock. We have no idea what time we're running this at. We try to call him, but he's not answering his phone. So but it's terrible so communication skills. I have to call him Andy here. and ask him, the guy that we're interviewing, what time we're running. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's jump back on the topic here. So so one more thing about uh, reverting back to CrossFit. So give us um, just a couple of tips or advice you might give to somebody, uh, maybe not trying to make it to the CrossFit Games, but somebody why they would want to do CrossFit. Because would you say that CrossFit – um, methodology or the way they train with constantly very yeah. functional movements is something you believe in. Yeah, so CrossFit's known for um, putting these words into the world. Constantly varied functional movements performed at high intensity. That's what the founder and CEO, Greg Glassman, 
is known for those words and he's also you know he's a smart guy he's way smarter than all of us put together but uh, <laughs> yeah, the reason why crossfit works and i i think a lot i think crossfit's you got to watch because there's people out there doing crossfit that do it poorly and i mean the coaches and stuff that are providing the the actual workouts for the people they don't know how to modify how to scale how to adjust things for everyone to do it at uh at the right level. So let's say Isaac comes in and he can't squat. Well, there's CrossFit coaches out there that are putting people like Isaac underneath a barbell without going through any type of um, training or any type yeah. of on-ramping or anything like that. And so what happens is Isaac continues to do CrossFit. He's trying to work these positions. He can't get there because he's got you know maybe tight ankles or a knee issue or whatever. And the coaches continue to force him to squat and all of a sudden Isaac gets hurt. So in that sense, CrossFit kind of gets uh, a bad rap because of the people that are, the coaches that are giving the information out there aren't doing it right. Yeah. But yeah. CrossFit as a whole is done really well with the right coaches and, and stuff like Ben Bergeron and the, the highlights of the CrossFit world. Sure. Those people do it really right because they onboard you right. They teach you the fundamentals. Um, they teach you the consistency. And then they bring the intensity into the equation. So the intensity part of CrossFit is the last piece that comes in after after you've aced all the other stuff. Then you can increase the intensity and really start to feel what a CrossFit workout's like. But you got to go through the basic stuff first. That's weird. Because when I went into any gym, intensity. <laughs> well, I was just going to ask, do you think like it's so... But so also it's probably on the person too though because I mean, well, Isaac no, comes yeah, into the gym and like, yeah. yes, you're going to want to see Isaac where he's going. most people about working out. He's already got it. Right. It's good to pay attention to where they're at though. You don't want to just throw them into the fire. Right. Well, so here's a perfect example. So when Isaac trains with us and uh, there's a lot of overhead stuff in the programming or snatching in the programming, squat snatches, what do we tell Isaac? We say, Isaac... Isaac's just do it right go light and make sure you can execute the rep I know because it's hard working out with these two because when somebody picks up the barbell you want to outdo them so do the same way I know that's what I'm so do you think having a CrossFit Games uh, athlete having a football player you know hold on football player and a regular athlete a Marine CrossFit can fill those voids for everybody yeah yes yeah absolutely should he be focused on other things while doing CrossFit, like other work, explosive work, and the things that you might not get through CrossFit? Like being on the field and stuff. Yeah, on the field, that kind of thing. Yeah. Putting a ball in your hand or whatever. Yeah, he should be doing that it's stuff. like he but, should be shooting a gun maybe. Right. Maybe he should be doing <laughs> Cindy, and every five rounds he should go out to the range and fire a couple of uh, rounds downhill. Or That'd be something. That yeah. would be cool, actually. Because when you, when, when you guys are – when people are you know in war, they're usually not – Super rested. <laughs> Their heart rate is right. low. Your heart rate's high, right? So you got to do that stuff when your when your heart rate's high. You got to yeah. be on point. But to answer your question, I, I think it was what was your question again? It was um, about the separate people and and is it? No, no, no. Before that, before I went off to my tangent about CrossFit doing it right. Um, we were talking about overhead squats and me. No, before that. Before oh, that, oh. Um, what would I? Yeah, CrossFit. What would, what I, would you? Yeah, what advice would you give somebody that's yeah. maybe looking so, that thinks CrossFit's bad and is like, hey, you know, I, I, maybe I want to give yeah, CrossFit a try. Let me get back to that because I kind of went off on a little tangent. Um, I would say the best advice that I ever got was from um, a CrossFit L1 seminar staff member. His name was Joe Degain. 
up in 810, he, I was doing my, my first L1, and he came into the class and he said, guys, you're going to take this on no matter where you go. This is the first thing I'm going to tell you as a coach or an affiliate owner or a fitness trainer. Go slow with everything and everyone you kind of come in contact with. So everyone you're coaching, go slow. Do not put a time frame on someone's ability to do things. Okay. And um, I think that is a huge message because... Like I said, a lot of people do CrossFit and they do get hurt because they try to go too fast or they yeah. try to put too much weight on the bar. Or they see a workout and they're like, all right, let's go try this. Yeah. But that Matt Frazier's doing it. Right. They're dead. You guys, Matt Frazier does this as a <laughs> right. profession. Yeah. He works out eight hours a day. But people see posts on Instagram and are like, all right, let's yeah. attack this workout. And then, yeah. <laughs> go at your pace. Then you can't move two days later. <laughs> yeah. Been there. Or their shoulders laying in the front yard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, that, yeah. that would be my biggest piece of advice to anybody who's trying to start their fitness journey, whether it's CrossFit or w- whatever, is to go slow. Go at your own pace. You got to walk before you run. That's right. Start slow. Take it at your own pace. Yep. Um, all right. So there we got a little bit of information about CrossFit, Andy's background, how he came up. So now we're going to rip through some questions. I'm going to run through a set of questions. I'm going to ask the question. You're going to answer Sure. So I'm on the hot seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty, pretty much. much. <laughs> Isaac, I haven't heard much out of you today. <laughs> oh, it's been good. It's been good. All right, ready? <laughs> Question one, cake or pie? Cake. <clears throat> Duh. Really? Apple pie? Apple pie in the fall with a scoop of ice cream. That's, cake that's, is, that's a hard one. I wasn't going to start debacling on the first one, but a cake is so simple. Yeah, I mean, a cake is like vanilla and chocolate. Yeah, mixed. but you like can get like a cookie pie. cake. I guess you could have lemon cake. Dude, pie is... There's nothing said, better than an apple pie. pie. <laughs> pie. oven pie. Right. He didn't say right out of the oven with a scoop of vanilla ice cream. That's <laughs> what kind of cake, though? Like ice cream cake? Yeah, that's like no, a fluffy cake. Chocolate frosting, chocolate cake. Okay. Yum. It's nasty. With a glass of milk. Question two. Question two. Godfather or Star Wars? That's easy. Yeah, thank you. Not even, not even debatable. Question three. How many times do you sneeze in the last seven days? How many times did you sneeze in the last seven days? Answer this good because coronavirus right now. Four. But you guys forget allergies. We're gonna check the specialists on if that's with all the pollen coming up. Yeah, dude. Allergies. (laughs) We checked his heart rate. We'll ask the doctors and his temperature. Yeah, because. Made sure everyone's safe. All right, next question. Do you like the word dapper? Yeah, I love that word. Isaac, what's a dapper mean? It's like a classic yeah. word. Classic. <laughs> oh, no, you're just lucky I said something. <laughs> Isaac's, Isaac, Isaac's going to shake your hand later for saying that. Yeah. Thanks, bro. Appreciate that. Um, big dogs or small dogs? Big. <clears throat> what kind of dogs? Like hot dogs? You can't see right now, but we have a white... Dogo Argentino below our feet right now he is deaf. completely deaf so he has no idea what's going on right now but he is a very beautiful dog he's just relaxing yeah how many hours of sleep do you need a night uh i think eight or more eight or more maybe elaborate on that no just how much quick do you sleep though? 30 oh, seconds how much do i sleep yeah. i sleep eight hours I try yeah. eight hours. and give us 30 seconds of why you sleep for eight hours or more if you aren't getting good sleep you can forget about all the other stuff that follows training well eating right all that stuff goes out of the way if you're not sleeping right. And for the people like Kevin Hart and the Rock. the Rock who say they sleep four hours and can work all day. I think they'd be better people if they got more sleep. Next yeah. question. Are women complicated? Hell yeah. <laughs> I was gonna if, say. Any, if everyone doesn't know, Andy's actually engaged. Yeah, yeah. shout out Brittany because yeah, we Brittany. like her more than him. Beautiful bride to be. There you go. She carries Andy. Uh, Next question. Say G-Day mate in an Australian accent. 
Good day, mate. <laughs> <laughs> How often is it healthy to cry? <laughs> I don't know. Only if you really need to. I, I can't remember. The <laughs> When's last the first time you cried? Uh, well, we should share that real quick. Everyone can go around and share the first time, time I cried. I cried? Anthony's was I someone took a barbell. I stubbed my toe on the corner of the bed or something. I, I've never seen Andy cry. Yeah, I'm not a big fan well, of crying. Well, when's the first time you cried? Uh, I Ten cried. years old. Me and Austin were in the front yard. I was like, Austin, check out this lacrosse shot. And I swung. It went, it went oh, past yeah. the net and right through our bedroom window. <laughs> and I ran down and I said I'd never took Isaac got his ass beat. Yeah. yeah, right. I was like, Austin, look how fast I can shoot this thing. And it just, boom, right through the All right, next question. If you, um, what's your favorite carb? Bread, pasta, rice, or potatoes? Such a bad list. There's more carbs pasta. What kind of pasta? Yeah, what kind of pasta? Spaghetti. Oh, that's a good one. With meatballs? Yep. If you could ask God one question, what would it be? What is the meaning of all this? Oh, dude, yes. Yeah. That's nice. Get deep on you guys. Um, Stale Sour Patch Kids or Fresh Circus Peanuts? I've never had a circus peanut. Either or, is that just like a baseball peanut? Yeah, that's yeah just like the baseball game. Like, it's like a baseball crack. peanut. I'll go with circus peanuts. They're pretty good. Salty. It's I gotta be. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, last question for the first section: paper or plastic? Paper. Because it's good for the environment. Cool. All right. Oh my god. That's While section. we're using plastic cups right now. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> and and our tables plastic. <laughs> okay. The next round, uh, we got oh, some more questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, ten more. Um, giving presents oh, or whoa, whoa, we can't let them see though. Giving presents or getting presents? Giving. Okay. I'm a giver, not a receiver. If you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love giving. I love people. Uh, I love making people happy. Uh, <laughs> why are you laughing so hard? I don't know. Isaac's ten. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If, age, if you had a child. Uh, what would you want them to be most popular person in their high school? Would you want them to be the most? No. No? It's not about popularity. There you go. Boom. Uh, make a high-pitched sound. <laughs> From 1 to 10, uh, how hot do you like your shower water? Hot. Oh, you're not a believer in cold showers. I do do cold it's showers. 1 to 10, though. You just said hot. Yeah, so yeah. It's works. actually not even the answer to the question. Eight. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do like cold showers, though. I, I, there's a we can get into that maybe on a different podcast. Yeah, we'll have you back to talk yeah, about maybe healthy living. Yeah, eating. yeah, there we go. If Kim Kardashian and Donald Trump were both drowning and you could only save one, who Trump. would it be? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't know. That's a weird question. He's the president. I mean, you got to save the president, Country's right? Be in trouble. Nothing wrong with Kim Kardashian, but he's the president. You're probably well, getting he, a lot of trouble if you don't well, say. Well, I'd president. probably get the, you know, I'd probably get an award or a medal or something, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Purple there you go. <laughs> um, do you like the smell of gasoline? Yes. What's the cheapest you've seen gas so far right now? I actually oh, filled up ridiculous. the other day for one thirty-four. My, um, who was it? Mom just got a dollar off, filled up for thirty-nine cents a gallon. That's crazy. Yeah, because she's spending. Well, yeah, she's got a feed. Yeah. Can you touch your toes without bending your knees? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. He's fit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Can you do the splits? No. No, no chance. Splits. <laughs> you want to see some funny stuff? Watch me do the splits. <laughs> do you like the name Charlie for a girl? 
Yeah, I think that's cool. That's an interesting. Yeah, that's a weird never question. Been. I don't know. I've never heard of the name Charlie as a girl. So if your name's Charlie and you're listening this year, lady, sorry. <laughs> Have you ever... only as only a few number of, of boy names work as girl names though? In my right. No, I completely. It, it's it's almost weird because you still hear the name. Uh, I can't think of one right now, but you still sometimes you hear that name and you know it's it's gender neutral kind of or whatever people want to call it, uh, but you still think of it as either a guy or a girl. It's like I've seen a lot you know? of a Blakes. Blakes go both ways. Oh yeah, Blake's like I would always think of Blake as a boy though. My first thing is right. Blake. Oh, it's got to be a boy. Yeah, you know. Most people are probably like. I can't even think of another. Although it is twenty twenty. Blake Lively. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you ever tasted soap? Yeah. I know, Anthony Isaac have. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mom used to feed us that shit for mm-hmm. yelling. Mm-hmm. If you're given an all-expensive paid trip to Cleveland, would you take it? Yeah. Cleveland? Cleveland? Why not? It's all expensive. Dude, you yeah, just drive all... down to Detroit. Yeah, I go but... to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> it's all paid oh. for, though. Like, I'd go to the Rock and Roll Dude. Hall of Fame. I'd go see a Cleveland Indians game. Would you yeah. go by yourself? No. I'd take everybody. If it was all expense by yourself, would you still go? No. I would go still. No shot. <laughs> <laughs> do you currently own any stuffed animals? No. Not? Did you ever? I, had, I think I had one. My mom and dad went to Chicago one one time and they brought me back a, like a stuffed dog, stuffed animal. Do you know? Oh, what's your right. relationship with stuffed animals? So I just realized that there's a difference between a stuffed animal and a beanie baby. Oh, wait, hold on. Time out. I got a story. I was driving <laughs> down uh, Main Street in Brighton and a lady drove by. A lady drove by and she had Beanie Babies on, tucked under her windshield wipers on her car. Just hanging out. Driving. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever have a blankie? Psycho. What? Did you ever have yeah, a blankie? Right? Uh, no, but I did suck my finger as a kid. That says a lot. That says a lot. <clears throat> Anthony, please uh, elaborate on your relationship with stuffed animals. Are you trying to say combo Shrek? No, I'm just, saying, I'm just saying. I know you hold a fond relationship with your stuffed animals, and I think the people. Can't get any friends. I, Caitlin, <laughs> I think the people listen, this deserve. deserve listen, to know. I don't know how long it was. Kate, my favorite, my favorite animated movie is Shrek. It, it really replicates who Anthony is. I love Shrek. It's a great a movie. Shrek is a great human. Donkey's a great companion for Shrek. Uh, his best friends, kind of like me and Isaac. Um, Isaac and I. Well, Austin, you got to remember, though, when he's not with us, who's sitting passenger? Shrek. Yeah, exactly. I took Shrek <laughs> no, everywhere. that's why. Shrek's, Shrek's in my quarantine bed with me right now. Shrek went with me to Europe. Shrek has gone with me to college. I mean, he's Does he have a solid temperature? Yeah, he's he's. Is Shrek going to be at the CrossFit Games? He will be there. Is he going to be on the podium? He, he, everyone's got like that, like talk you need to sleep with, whether it's your pillow or something in your arm. You know what I'm talking about? In mind, Shrek. <laughs> now, Caitlin doesn't necessarily like it all the time, but... You give more attention to the stuffed animal, is what you're saying. <laughs> I, I have no comment. <laughs> but, well, so, okay, I got a question for you. You know the movie Ted. If you could, would you want Shrek to come alive? <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, I think... It, I was going to say, yeah, I yeah, think I, mean, I could answer that for him. Shrek's life is sick. Yeah. Why? He rescued a queen, and then they got married. Anthony, you're weird. Uh, onion, <laughs> onions He's have, top dog. Onions have layers. He's top dog. Yeah. Okay. All right. Last question. Last question. How much uh, cologne is too much? If people are telling you you're putting on too much cologne, you're wearing too much. So do you think... Sometimes I do that, though. I, I put on... Like, I'll... 
Are you a constant like cologne guy? Like, no, I didn't put it on. The, the worst is when you spray it into your like you get it up close to your neck so you can smell it, but you don't know how much is actually. Yeah, because you're in right. it every day. Yeah, you smell it all the time. I don't yeah. use that much. I, no, I, I don't. You know, I think it's just all like special occasion. Natural's the best. Dude, this guy <laughs> comes into the gym. It's that vegan this lifestyle. You see his garlic cloak? He's got his room to rub on his body before he goes. I go. When's the last time you put the order on? He goes. Uh, three days ago. I go. Yeah. Every time you're around me, put the order on because you. Smell like onion. I will say oh, I do. He's turned red too. I just <laughs> I just went into his room and grabbed his deodorant. Dude, dude's got some nice armpit hairs chilling on his deodorant. That's stick. disgusting. Let me tell you, <laughs> the holistic stuff doesn't work. You use that like. Uncle Tom's Cabin Holistic Cedar <laughs> Oh, that's... It doesn't have... Well, I had an all-natural stuff mom That's for, the for worst. All-natural? It's not... You might as well not even put it on. Yeah, but like the Old Spice and stuff, that's just for smell. There's got to be... smell good, though. That's I'm all about... Either, I, I, there's got to be, like... I don't know, it's but sometimes when you put on some, you, like... It clogs you up. Yeah, it can't be... Itch, like there's got to be unhealthiness to some of those... No? Dude... You guys, <laughs> no, I have none of these problems. Of I, ha- I haven't had one issue with right. Like, like I don't. Itch. Right. Maybe you guys right. should look into right. your you deodorants. Know you know if you guys are use, itching, you got to use antibacterial soap. Like, I haven't ever used that. body wash. I've never used. I've never. I've only ever just rinse off. I just let the water rinse me off. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I get shot. I don't even use soap. That's disgusting. That's why you smell like onions. You know, like I mean, if I showered the night before I went to bed in the morning, like why do I need soap up again? Because well, you smell like onions. <laughs> um, he does. Right. You guys, seriously. You <laughs> no, I, I do. As soon as he starts sweating, it's... Garlic. Yes. I get to work. Is that work? Yeah, but then nobody else wants to work with you. That's right. That's yeah. what I say. Keep All six right. feet or more from Bonus me. question, okay? Bonus question. This will be our last this question. This came in for Brittany. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> when people stand up for a standing ovation, are you usually one of the earlier people to stand up or one of the later? Like, are you, are you, so basically, when we dig into that question, that's like, are you first or are you like a follower? Are you a leader or are you a follower? It depends what I'm, what I'm applauding. <laughs> That's a that's a good point. If or, I'm watching Michael Jordan it, slam dunk from the free throw oh, line, hell yeah, yeah, the first one, the first one up, yeah. Yeah, but if you're if it's just a nice and you really enjoyed it, okay. Say this: you're at some kind of charity or, event or something, and somebody's talking up on stage, and then she gets done talking, or he and nobody's standing yet. Are you standing first? Stand or are you up. waiting? I'll give her. A, uh, yeah, I would stand up first. Okay, that's a deep question. I'm a leader. I, I, I listen. I, just, I feel like that doesn't make you a leader or a follower type. Hold on, let's see what let's <laughs> yeah, yeah. let's see what Isaac. <laughs> oh, you know I would a be leader up. Is. Huh? I would be up. No, what's a leader? Give me give me the top three things. I think it's someone that goes to work and and shuts up and doesn't you know brag about what they're doing or show off of what they're doing. I think they get into the gym, they write down their workout, they get to it. They're not like, oh, I got this today or I did this. They just do it. Okay. All right. So you that like the whole lead. So, so you're lead by, by example, example kind yeah. of guy. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think it's like necessary to be like. Rah, rah. Get out yeah, of your seat. Exactly. Come on, guys. Like, right. Shut up. Get to work. Get it done. I know. I, me personally, so I wait, hate when people motivate me or That's try to motivate like, me. There's a lot of different out. ways to look at it, though, because leading by example can only take you so far. Because if you don't For bring sure. anybody or I, teach I anybody to do the same thing, you're not really leading anybody. I think this is a good question. What kind of locker room guy are you? Oh. I get people going. 
You get the guys going like in the locker room. Well, you, you but at the same time, though, I'm, I can't lie. Like, before games and stuff, I'm in the zone. I'm not one of those, like, we have teammates, like, experienced college. Like, you have those guys that are going from hallway to hallway to, you know, give the guys some motivation. But I'm, I'm sitting in my locker room. I know. I'm like that, too. I got to do my own thing. Zone. I'm like... Get, get in the zone, guys. I used to, but everybody before every way. practice in college, from my junior year and senior year, I used to write down a freshman's name in my locker, and that entire practice I used to pick on. Hmm. Oh, I just don't we have bullies. But, but no, if you think about it, the reason I did that was because these sometimes freshmen, when you go into college and you're being redshirted, you don't really feel like you belong because you go team. from being the man mm-hmm. to now being the lower echelon of people in college. So if you, I shouldn't say pick on them, but like I would run around and practice, maybe nudge him or, you know, try to trip him or hit him in the back of the head, stuff like that. But then they feel, I mean, physically, like physically, physically abuse them before they're about to go play. <laughs> I, I also think, though, I just like, him real quick. <laughs> I think the guys that are hoorahing and we're going to get reported for this podcast. Ferris <laughs> State's got hazing going on. I think the guys that are hoorah in the locker room, I'm like, if you really love the game and you have a desire to do what you're doing, like, you don't need to get people pumped up. They can get like yeah, you, you should be ready no, to go. There's like, no phony sales job. Exactly. Thing. Like so I'm I'm always wanting to put on my headphones and So we'll end it with this. Your definition of what you think it is to be a leader. Alright, that's a that's a good question. So Well you asked me yet. <laughs> <laughs> we'll end with your answer. So a leader to me is someone who makes makes the right decision, not out of emotion. For sure. So you can't be, you can't have any emotion when you're a leader. You got to kind of think with a clear head. Um, you got to have a, a clear vision. You have to be direct. You have to practice what you preach. That's the worst. Sorry to interrupt, but that's I. That's the worst when people are like dead the whole workout, and then at the end of the workout they're like all pumped up. Yeah, when your trainer is telling you what to do but not doing anything. <laughs> that's, that's different. There's nothing worse than that. When people run sprints and then the last sprint they're like, come on, this is easy. And yeah, what were you dying. doing the last yeah. 10 sprints? Like, you're like, come on, yeah. dude. Like, <laughs> Don't be those people. Yeah. And then uh, what else? leaders leaders are, um, I think the, the world is struggling. And, and I, I think there's a lack of leaders in the world nowadays. I think everybody's more of a follower. Um, but my last one is going to be... Um, to be a good leader, you have to um, you have to get people's trust, for sure, and you have to have people believe in you. And so, if you don't believe in yourself, you're not a good leader. So, I think that's probably going to be my last one. Yeah, you got to have a resume for yourself, right? Yeah, no, I mean, you got to just you got to you got to be a man of your word. You gotta you gotta have people buy into you, for sure, and trust you. And and so, I think that's super important. You can't important be a fool. Yeah, I agree. I sometimes it's more. Word. Sometimes. Uh, what do you think a good leader is, Anthony? I've coached you for about how long have I coached you? Six I months, I think months, I think months? leadership. I and I've done. You've called a lot. Uh, of I try. Well, I tried to read up on. I find leadership is like super intriguing because people like are like, I want to be a leader. I want to do this. I want to do that. Sometimes leading, in my opinion, from what I've learned, is more so about um, not being like, "Hey, I'm a leader. Follow me." is more like, hey, I'm going to do this and I'm going to tell you the right way if you ask me and I'm willing to bring along whoever is looking to do whatever it might be that I'm doing and I will show you the way to do it. If you want to be able to do it, I'm here to help you. I'm not going to put anybody behind. I'm not going to shed anyone off. I'm not going to act like I'm better than anybody else. You want to come along, let's do it together. What about you, Austin? I mean, 
I feel like the Marines give you a good resume. That, like, yeah, no, I've definitely seen my fair share of leadership. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I think the one that is willing to put himself out there with the guys. It can't be scared to make a decision, right? In the yeah, Marines, okay, you got to right, make exactly. it on fight. you got to be... To touch on that, it's like those coaches who are sitting in their warm jackets, they're underneath like a little awning protected by the weather. Right. And then you have the other coaches... That are running sprints with you. That are you running sprints, like, or they're in like the same yeah. gear that you would wear, and they're getting rained on, yeah. they're like getting into the trenches. Right. And I also like understand from like a coach when he doesn't have to do that too, but but you know he's willing to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just Black trust. Like what, right. you said, trust, what Andy yeah. was saying. Like, you can be like, this guy would be out here with me. Like, you would understand that it kind of connection. It is bad, though, when you do get that coach, you're like, you, you don't even do this with us. So. Yeah. <laughs> that's the body. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's the trust. trust. You just like, hey, and that that comes along with having a good team or a good community or a good group of people or a good family or whatever. Is at the end of the day, even if it's the truth, is going to hurt so bad. It's more important to tell the truth and gain trust from everybody than right. it is for well, the truth to come out eventually and ruin look, everything that's going yeah. on. Well, look at the Patriots. This is a perfect yeah. example. They had one player buy in. Who yeah. was it? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Who else bought in? Everybody else. Because yeah. Tom Brady bought in. He put his faith into Bill Belichick and what he was doing, what right. he was building, yeah. and everybody else bought in. So you got to have a, a leader. Leader needs that buy-in. You don't see Tom, like you said, you don't see Tom Brady like out there putting himself out there already. He's doing what needs to be done, and yeah. he's taking he's people who are willing to come with him yeah. and showing them how to do well, it. Well, even LeBron James is another perfect example. Oh yeah, that's another. I mean, his resume is unreal. If yeah. you like his yeah. story, his wife, everything. Cool. Right. All right. Well, thank you. That was a good, uh, good show. We got a little bit uh, to know a little bit about Andy, his CrossFit journey, a little bit about leadership, some fun questions. So thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks yeah, for having me. I appreciate it. First guest. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. Everybody have a good day. Stay safe out there. Don't get sick. Thank you for tuning in.